What do you do when you feel overwhelmed by the number of tasks that you have? That is going to be the focus of this week's podcast episode, how you can use productivity techniques to help you conquer overwhelm so that you can engineer your success. Listen in. As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host. I'm really excited about today's episode. We've been talking about personal productivity as we've come into the new year. And this episode is going to continue to delve a little bit deeper into some of those personal productivity techniques. This podcast, for those of you who are just tuning in, this is your first time listening. The podcast is provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. We talk about topics and apply topics in a way in which it will help you win at work and at home. It's really focused for engineers, people with a science, technology, and engineering and math background. However, there are people that listen to the podcast that are not engineers. So all of you non-engineers, I'm going to give you a shout out now. Thank you for the love that you're providing on social media, on LinkedIn, and in the Apple reviews. I really appreciate everything that you represent for our community and that you bring to the community. A few things that I want to do before we get into the full content for today's show. Number one is celebrate the wins and learn from the losses. One of the wins that we've had this past week, we had the engineer your success on ramp. This this session focused on overcoming imposter syndrome. It was absolutely great dynamic session. Um, The next session is going to be on February the 28th from six to seven. And we're working on what the focus of that session is going to be. But in a lot of the discussion that we had on last week at the on-ramp was about overcoming procrastination. So we're going to be looking at topics that will help overcome procrastination, but stay tuned. You can use the link in the show notes to be able to find more information about the Engineer Your Success on-ramp, our complimentary community engagement sessions that we have every month. One of Another win that I want to talk about is one of the goals that I have is to increase my speaking engagements at in-person meetings and one of the podcasts. So along those lines, I've submitted two presentation proposals to speak at the National Society of Professional Engineers annual conference. That conference is going to be in August in Louisville, Kentucky. So I've put in two proposals there. I haven't heard back, but you won't get an opportunity to speak if you are not putting yourself out there to speak. I was also invited to speak at a highway maintenance contractor private group company meeting. That's also going to be in August, but that's going to be in Richmond, Virginia. And there are a few other events that are in the work. And so I'm really glad that intention about speaking, being out there and beginning to make those things happen and to move 
forward. So that's awesome. If you have some wins that you would like for us to celebrate on the podcast or on our social media channels, use the link in the show notes and send me a direct message. Shoot me an email letting me know what that win is. Listen, it doesn't matter how big or small you think the win is. Big gains are made by small incremental improvements, small incremental improvements. I want to celebrate your wins. I'm celebrating my wins and I want to continue to help you to build the momentum so that we can close the gap from where you are to where you want to go. So last week, um, episode 79, three strategies to boost your personal productivity. We talked about some common productivity myths that being busy is the same as being productive. Nope. Working longer hours guarantees higher productivity. And we also talked about multitasking is the most effective method for getting things done. Again, that's another X, not necessarily the case. The research doesn't bear that out, that these things are better for you. That's why they're common productivity myths. The three strategies that we talked about last week was number one, to prioritize your tasks. Two, focus on one thing at a time and then make sure that you recharge and refill your two of the techniques for prioritizing your tasks was Warren Buffett's two list strategy and applying Gary Keller's question of what is the one thing that you can do such that by doing it, everything else will become easier or unnecessary. So we're, we're going to continue the productivity discussion this week. If you missed last week and you want to catch up on that and find out more about those three strategies to help boost your productivity, that's episode 79. And there's a link to the podcast in the show notes, or you can look in your podcast player to catch episode 79 to get a little bit more detail there. But I wanted to continue this discussion about productivity this week, really focused on how can these productivity techniques help you conquer overwhelm and stay on track. So many of us set New Year's resolutions. We're getting to that point where life is starting to catch up to our resolutions. And so guess what? In a few weeks, I think some of the statistics will say that 70 or 80% of the people that have set New Year's resolutions, they're not going to be meeting those resolutions. Those resolutions are going to be becoming afterthoughts, things that we wanted to do, but did not continue to actually do. So when you have all of these tasks and you have all of these things that you want to do, and most high performers that I deal with have a lot of things that are on their plate. And sometimes they just feel overwhelmed, like it is too much. So we're going to take a look at some general techniques first that will help you manage your, your personal productivity and professional productivity. And then we're going to delve down into a few things in particular. You know, there are many tools that are available to help individuals manage their time and increase their productivity. Some of the popular tools, you can have some task management tools. So these apps will allow you to create to-do lists, set reminders, to manage your tasks. Examples will be Microsoft to-do. 
Trello, Asana, Todoist. Those are all things that are out there that can help you manage your tasks. Another one is just using consistently your calendar and scheduling apps. So they'll allow you to set those appointments, use the reminder function. That will help you manage your time and your attention, whether you're talking about Google Calendar, Outlook, iCal. You can also use mind mapping tools. And so these allow you to visually organize your thoughts and ideals. And that can really be helpful in planning and brainstorming. Um, you can use MindNote, MindUp. There are several other different uh, software packages or tools that you can use for uh, mind mapping. You can start looking at how do you track your time. Those apps and tools just allow you to track how you spend your time. If you wanted to do a time audit, you can look at how am I using my time? And then does that time actually align with what I say my priorities are? And there's also, you can use whiteboards, all kinds of, of these tools. Some of the techniques, we talked about time blocking last week, and that would be just really blocking out chunks of time, whether it's an hour, two hours, an hour and a half, whatever it is that you need to do your, your deep work and your focused work and allocating different areas of focus for those times so that you are not necessarily task switching, but you're focused on one task at a time or a series of like tasks at a time. The other is the Pomodoro technique. And there are different apps that will help you do that. This is kind of a, a different take on time blocking, but you break down your work into intervals. So traditionally, it would be a 25-minute interval where you're there and you're working, and then you take a short break. Then you do 25 minutes on, then you take a five-minute break. And this is really designed to help with just focus and productivity and allowing that break time. Hi, this is James, and I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals, in building habits that stick? becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. But it's important to note that different tools may work better for different people because we're all uniquely designed. So depending on your personal preferences, your work style, and the specific tasks that you need to complete, uh, I would say experimenting with different tools and find the one that may be the most helpful for you. So here's a question, and I know you really want to hear the answer to this one. It's really important. It's really important. What is the absolute best tool that you can use for managing your productivity. You ready for the answer? It is the one tool that you can consistently apply, consistently apply and use. 
whatever tool it is. I don't, it could be one of the tools that we mentioned above. It could be post-it notes. It really doesn't matter. What matters is that you consistently apply it. And by consistently applying that, that helps you to achieve your goal. That helps you to increase your productivity. So as a productive individual, I think we all can recognize that it's important to prioritize your tasks effectively. So with so many things to do, and we all know that time is actually limited, it's crucial to focus on the most important things first. You know, the Stephen Covey put first things first, really focusing on those big rocks, those things that are really important. So one of the a method for prioritizing tasks is using the Eisenhower matrix. So the Eisenhower matrix is a simple but powerful tool that can help you organize your tasks and focus on what's truly important for you. So the Eisenhower method stems from a quote that's been attributed to uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower. And here's the quote. I have two kinds of problems, the urgent and the important. The urgent are not important and the important are never urgent. And so using the Eisenhower um, decision principle, tasks are evaluated, looking at this criteria and placing it in the appropriate quadrant. And those quadrants are important and urgent, important and not urgent, important, I mean, not important and urgent and not important and not urgent. So it's four, you know, imagine you have a graph, there are four quadrants. Again, the first quadrant you're going to have is going to be your upper left hand. That is important and urgent. The next one is going to be right next to that one. So you're up in uh, the corner to the right, that is important and not urgent. Then you have the one down at the bottom, you know, near where the axes are at. That is going to be not important, but urgent. And then you have the last one, which is not important and not urgent. So all of that, the way that I characterize those quadrants is the first one I call do it and do it now. The second one, schedule it. The third one is delegated. And that fourth one is eliminated. So that's kind of how we are going to talk about these quadrants. So in the do it, those are the tasks that are important and urgent, and you need to focus on them right now. They need to be completed today. So what types of things are in this category? I think it would be those things that are are really most important for today. And so there are things that are important and time critical. So critical. So it's a combination of those two elements that provide the need to accomplish it today. So there's always a challenge to determine what's important. You know what's urgent. Those are the things that are squeaking at you. Those are the things where people want something immediate in those tend to rise to a certain level of urgency, but just because it's urgent for someone else doesn't necessarily make it urgent for you. So one of the things when you're using this kind of method is when you think about urgent, think about what's urgent 
to you, not necessarily for others. So for quadrant two, schedule it. So these items are important, but they're not urgent. And you have a little bit more control and freedom to schedule these activities. And so those things that get scheduled, get done. We know that, right? If it gets, if it's on the schedule, it's going to happen. So these are things that we put our focus and our attention on to get accomplished. And so the important thing, as we said, is to actually put it on the calendar. And so this is where you begin to make sure that these things are there. So for me, it would be from a personal perspective, morning time for prayer, meditation and Bible reading, exercise, family time, whether you're talking about movie night, date night, time one-on-one with the kids. It could be the family book club that we're doing. Also time for self-improvement, recharging and personal growth are things that fall within that quadrant it's important, but it's not always urgent, but it's important. So I schedule it. So I schedule those things in my calendar. And when you schedule those things, the other areas tend to fit and fall where they need to be. So some of the other activities that may fall there could be project planning, proposal development, uh, developing presentations or talks. For me, it could be recording a podcast episode or outlining what the podcast episode is going to look like. And so what people don't always understand about the Eisenhower matrix is that the items are listed and they're dynamic. And there are some days that what's in the schedule, it is going to be scheduled. And for that day, it's going to move over to what's important. And so think of it that way. You can think of using this matrix to plan your day. You can think of it to plan your week and understanding that it could, things could shift from one quadrant to another as you are completing or moving and making progress toward the overall goal that you have. Quadrant three, so I call it delegated. So those things are not important, but they are urgent. And so I think this is where a lot of us struggle. I know that I've struggled with this one in the past. Again, when you are a high achiever, it seems like everything is urgent and you need to do it and you need to do it now. I mentioned this before, just because something feels urgent is urgent to someone else does not make it urgent for you. And just because something feels like it's urgent, right? You can feel the pressure sometimes of urgency. Sometimes it's that expectation of someone else, but you can feel it. But just because it's urgent does not mean that it's important. Really. I mean, it, if you think something, right, sometimes this happens. You know, you, you're thinking you're having some thoughts in your head. That doesn't necessarily make it true. Doesn't make it true. So you can feel that urgency, but urgent is not the same thing that of what's important. So the types of activities that might fall here is answering the phone call when you're focused on something else that's helping you move forward on your goals, but the phone rings. Maybe you didn't put on your do not disturb and the phone rings and someone else wants to get in contact with you right now. So it's urgent for them, but is that important for you right now? I'm not saying that you don't talk to the person, but is it important for you to address it right now? 
if it's not important and if it's going to take you away from what you're trying to do, maybe you schedule to call that person back at a later time. It could also be reading and responding to emails or allowing someone else's priority to take those. So it's a, it's a tough one to deal with when we're dealing with those priorities. But I think whatever way that you want to systematically use to help organize and prioritize, again, the thing that you consistently use will be the thing that consistently grows. It'll be the thing that you consistently gain confidence in your ability to navigate both your professional and your personal life as you are prioritizing your tasks. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. We're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. And so the last quadrant is what I call eliminated or delegated. Um, well, actually, it's eliminate. I think what I call it in my own personal matrix is I call this list dormant. So this is definitely the not to do list. We talked about Warren Buffett's strategy of the two lists. These things will be on the not to do list. Don't touch any item on this category. There are some items that will fall into this list because there's lack of activity. So if you're keeping track of your goals and hitting your targets, you may place things in this list that you no longer need. You can add a note as to, you know, what led to its elimination, but it can be eliminated from the things that you consider that you have to allocate time for. So when, when I think about just applying this, just if a, in a civil engineering context, some of the things that you might encounter, so in quadrant one, the do it, it could be you have an urgent design change that's needed for a construction project that's currently underway. You got to do it. No if, ands, or buts about it. It's urgent and it's important. If you're meeting a deadline on a proposal that you're putting in and you know you have to get your information in to the marketing team and the sales team and they have to get everything designed, that's urgent and important. You have to do what you need to do to get that done. If you're responding to an emergency or a safety issue at a construction site or some type of a roadway project, urgent and important. Attending a meeting with a client or a contractor to discuss a major project, urgent and important. So those are things that you absolutely have to do and do it now. So when I think of schedule it, that could be professional development and learning different engineering techniques, right? Getting your PDHs for your licensure requirements. It could be researching and staying up to date on industry trends, regulations and standards, networking with other professionals in the field and planning and budgeting for some of your upcoming projects. Those are all things that you can schedule and allocate the needed time to actually address and perform those activities. We've covered the urgent but not important you know, responding to non-critical emails or phone calls trivial paperwork, attending non-essential meetings or conference calls. How many of us have been to non-essential meetings or calls, particularly over the pandemic? We've been doing many, many, many 
Zoom calls and you know sometimes looking and thinking, why are we in this meeting? So think about the meetings that you're going to attend. Are they really essential? Are they going to help you move the needle forward? And then you have the non-urgent and the not important. Those are the ones where we'll say eliminate it, at least in terms of using up your time, whether it's browsing on social media, engaging in procrastination. You know, those are things that you just don't, are not going to allocate time for. So it's important to note that, again, some tasks may fall into different quadrants depending on the individual and their priorities. But the key point is to be mindful what is truly important and what is not. So in terms of implementing this strategy, you know, once you have the quadrant set up and you're thinking about what belongs in each quadrant, one, you want to start by listing all of your tasks. So write them down. Everything that you need to do, no matter how big or how small, I don't care if you start off with post-it notes, doesn't matter, write them all down. Then categorize your tasks using this matrix as a guide. You can place each task into one of the four quadrants, important and urgent, important, but not urgent, urgent, but not important, and not important or urgent. Then you want to prioritize your task and you can start with the task in the important and urgent quadrant. So prioritize them by their level of importance and urgency. Then you can schedule the other tasks that go into the other quadrant for schedule it. Then you can look at your task and think through what are some of these tasks that may not be important or urgent enough to be done by you. So then you can consider delegating them to a team member or outsourcing them to an external source. And then as always, you want to review and adjust, regularly review your progress, adjust your schedule and your approach, and understand that priorities can change. So, you know, just be aware that adjusting is a part of life. So the best technique or tool or system that you can use is one that you consistently put into practice. If you're struggling with your productivity and find it difficult to make progress toward your goals, then what I want you to do is use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session where we'll walk through some personal productivity tips and get a better understanding of what it is that you're struggling with and help you close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. I am here to help you when at work and at home. So I'm going to end this podcast episode like I end every episode. And that is this. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. There's a select group of people that follow through, do it, and they live the life of their dreams. They are winning at work and at home. And I want you to be part of that select few. All right. Be great this week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. 
I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.